The Arizona State Sun Devils basketball team is starting off the year 1-0. Let's go ahead and talk about everything that went right, wrong, and what we need to build on moving forward on this edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, all you crazy people, and welcome to this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Wherever you get your podcast, make sure you hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. You can find us wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube, if you want to see us in a visual platform. Of course, wherever you are, in order to stay in touch with them, make sure that you follow me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36. You can find the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. This episode of the Locked on Sun Devils is brought to you by Sling TV. Sling has something for everyone, especially when it comes to college football coverage. With a massive lineup of games across the ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12, and SEC, I can always watch the games I want on Sling, and now you can too. Check out Sling TV now to see the massive lineups of games they have all season long. Sling, the TV you love for a price you'll love. Try it today. Let's go ahead and talk some basketball. ASU starts off in the win column on the year. Was anything but a, like, like, like a happy win, I guess you could say. Uh, Arizona State takes down Tarleton State 62-59 to at home for their first game of the year. And they're... There's, there's a lot to build on here. And the first thing we need to do is celebrate the things that Arizona State did do well. And I think the biggest thing here is just playing clutch when it mattered most. These guys have felt like last year, the second half of last year, definitely felt like Arizona State had a lot more bite to itself. And they felt more confident in what they were doing. It looks like they might have been able to pick up where they left off in that regard. And that's in spite of the fact that you lost so much. I mean... You no longer have, uh, what's his name? Marion Jackson is gone. Uh, Kamani Lawrence is gone as well. You lost some of your other scores, and you brought in so many players as well. And this feels like a much different team, but the attitude that they had on Monday night definitely felt very reminiscent of what we saw at the end of last year. That's something that they definitely should take some pride on. They played some really good defense, though. Tarleton State was only shooting 34.5% on the night, and they were less than 15% from deep. In fact, they only hit two of their 14 three-point shots. And a lot of that was because ASU was just communicating so well on the court. It felt like everybody knew their responsibility, and there wasn't very many issues for the for the Sun Devils as far as defensively goes. Plus, you had a huge breakout game for Devin Cambridge. Cambridge is coming from Auburn and is the starting that they had him in card, but he's, he's a big, big, big guard at six foot six to 15. And he was just absolutely having a field day against the uh, Tarleton Texans in this game. He ends up blocking four shots on the night, four shots for him, one steal and was just a complete menace whenever opposing uh shooters were were trying to you know shoot it felt like Devin Cambridge just absolutely came to play he brought his a game and you're hoping that 
that can continue to manifest into something moving forward for the team. Because if you have a guy like Devin Cambridge playing defense the way he's playing, that is such a difference maker for you. And yes, he was fouled a couple of times, but I really feel like I would take those. And keep in mind, these aren't techs either. It's not like he was called for, for technical fouls. They're just personal fouls. But he still was just playing so well in this game. And while he didn't do next to anything uh, as like as like a score, he was one of seven on his field goals over two deep and only hit one of his three free throw attempts. You still love the defense that he was able to bring to the table for you. You did get some pretty good production from your from your bench as well. Um, I was really, really impressed. Speaking of defense with Duke Brennan as well. And I felt like he was definitely bringing a lot more to the table than anybody else was willing to uh, admit. And I was just having a really fun time watching him. And I look forward to seeing some more opportunities for him moving forward. Uh, you had Alonzo Gaffney actually had 29 minutes, 29 minutes playing on off the bench, uh, shoots 50%, two of four uh, from the field. Missed his only three uh three point shot and then went one of three on his field on his uh not field goal. Uh what are those? I can't think of what they're called. Free throws. That's what they're called. It's literally right in front of me. But you love that Gaffney played such a great role as a sixth man for you, and, and especially in the scoring department. You got some other contributions as well. Desmond Cambridge, Devin's brother, coming from Nevada, was able to throw up four points of his own. And Enoch Bache only played two minutes, but he still was able to pick up two rebounds while he was on the court. Frankie Collins definitely looks like a really good ball handler for this team, and I'm excited to see him continue to be able to run the court for Arizona State. I wasn't sure who was going to play that role more between him and DJ Horn. But Frankie Collins ends up leading the team with 37 minutes. He shoots the ball 24 times, only makes eight of them. So his shooting definitely could have been better. But I love the way that he was able to command the court. I felt very confident when Frankie was running everything. And I'm excited to continue to see him emerging into this role. Uh, DJ Horn was okay. He definitely didn't have his best night. And then the final thing we got to talk about is the return of Marcus Bagley. This dude was missed so much last year and there was a lot of hype for him heading into last year before he played two games and a few minutes before missing the rest of the year, but he's back. He's healthy. He looks good. He looks as good as he ever has. And he was so instrumental in this win ends up going four of 11 on the night, two of four from deep. So he was your best deep shooter. And the, the biggest, most important play for him was actually the put-away score on on within the final minute or so. No, it was even within that. But he gets the layup, draws the and one, is able to make it, and helps put Arizona State up in the game 62-59 to before Tarleton State misses trying to tie the game. They foul Bagley. He does go to the line and misses both of his free throws, but he had done more to win this game than he had to lose the game. And we'll definitely talk about free throws here in just a moment. But overall, I'm pretty happy with the things that I saw from this game. But there's obviously lots of things that the team does need to continue to work on to get better at 
if they plan to continue winning more games this year. But let's go ahead and hop into our first break. When we return, we'll pick it up where we left off talking about the things that went wrong for Arizona State in this win. But first, did you know that over the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike nationally? That's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering 50% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. Order your Simply Safe system for half off today and enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this holiday season. Here's why I love it. I have my own system and it's 24/7 monitoring with great quality cameras that I can check whenever I want and I feel comfortable and safe in my home despite living out in the middle of nowhere seemingly. It's just such great peace of mind. It truly is. In an emergency, 24/7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real. So you can get priority police response. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion, and alert you only when a threat is will. real. And even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. 24-7 professional monitoring services cost less than a dollar a day less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. With the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. Arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, or adjust system settings. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on college. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on college. This is the biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, guys. If you have not checked out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, then I absolutely recommend it. Make it your second listen of the day. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. Let's talk about the things that didn't go right for Arizona State. And the most glaringly obvious thing was the team's unbelievable amount of struggles at the free throw line. Arizona State got put on the line 29 times. They made 14. They shot under 50% on their free throws. Even if you just made one more, it's a two-possession win. You won by three points. And I'll let you know right now, in the in the final second of the game, Tarleton State launched that ball down the court, and it was a lot closer than I was comfortable with for making it and potentially sending the game to overtime. Marcus Bagley missing those two free throws could have cost Arizona State a win in regulation. It was very close. And you never want your game to come down to that. You never want your game to come down to your free throws, especially when you're missing them. And to go 14 of 29 is ridiculously bad. And I mean, nobody was good on the line. DJ Horn was four of four of seven. Uh, Desmond Cambridge, excuse me, was the only one who was perfect on the night. He was two for two. Everyone else, Lonzo Gaffney, one of three. Uh, Olmstead, one of two. DJ Horn, four of seven. Collins, one of four. Devin Cambridge, one of three. 
Warren Washington, one of two. Bagley was three of six. There's a lot of improvement here. And then on the flip side of, of things, you can't put Tarleton State on the line as much as ASU did. They put them on the line 32 times. Thankfully, they only made 19, which is still almost, or not almost, more than 10% better than what Arizona State was shooting. And again, they make three of those, and this is a tie game. This is a completely different game because of the penalties. And I understand. Like, it was the ref show. Anyone who was at that game or anyone who watched that game knows that the Pac-12 officiating was just totally feeling itself that night because they were just absolutely insane. They were having their own kind of power complex that was going on. But nonetheless, you put a team on the line 32 times, you're probably going to lose that game more often than not. Thankfully, Tarleton State only made 19 of them. For what it's worth, the curtain of distraction looks like it's going to have some fun this year. Wasn't the most successful on the day. I was keeping track, and I actually lost track of my keeping track of the curtain of distraction and its success rate. But it was there. They're loud. They're proud. They're having a good time. You got to improve your shooting percentage too, though. It's not just on the line. You shot 33.9% from the field. That's got to be so much better. Frankie Collins going 8 of 24, 33%. That's got to be better. There was a comment made by uh, Bobby Hurley in the press conference when they were asked about the shooting and everything. And he had mentioned that he was shocked that Frankie didn't shoot the ball 40 times because of the looks they were giving him. Well, it felt, and this is game one, so take it with a grain of salt. It felt like there wasn't a shot Frankie didn't love. And there were a lot of times where you wish that he would have just set himself up a little better. But all in all, when he was making it, it was beautiful. And 4 of 11 for his threes isn't terrible. I'll take that more often than not. Shooting about 33% on your deep shots, I'll take that. But Frankie's got to be a little more consistent in lining up his shots and just being smarter. Uh, I thought he distributed the ball very well. I like, like, uh, like Bobby said, like he could have shot the ball probably 40 times with everything they were giving him, but he was still distributing the ball. Well, I just want to see Arizona state maybe line themselves up a little better. Devin Cambridge going one of seven on the night really hurt. DJ Horn didn't make his two field goals until almost the very end of the game. And when DJ Horn, is not shooting well considering he was your leading scorer a year ago, that's got to get better. You can't have Horn as a liability on the court for you. You need him to be a strength more often than not. Uh, the fouls obviously are also something that Arizona State is going to need to clean up. This was an issue for them last year. This was an issue for them. Again, tonight they were called 27 times for fouls. Again, they put Tarleton State on the line 32 times. You got to clean that up. That's just an inexcusable, non-negotiable. Those things have to get fixed. If you don't fix them, you're going to get yourself into trouble sooner rather than later. I don't know. I this this was an ugly loss or loss, an ugly win. But I'm I feel like you'd be nitpicking in the sense of here's the biggest problem is you need to shoot better and you need to commit less fouls. Other than that, I feel like you kind of have to nitpick at everything because again, I was really impressed with the way that Frankie was distributing the ball because tons of guys got opportunities. Cambridge, uh, Devin Cambridge shot the ball seven times. His brother Desmond shot it five times, five times off the bench, mind you. 
Horn shot it seven times. Bagley shot it 11 times. Like there was plenty of opportunities for everyone. Everyone just needs to get a little smarter about their reads and their looks and their shots and make them. Easier said than done, obviously. But that's kind of the negatives I have to say with this team, I guess, from this from this win. One more break, and then when we return, we'll pick it up where we left off with things that they need to do better moving forward for the remainder of the season before we get there. Can we pause for a second? All right, we're paused. And that's a good thing because you got to try this. I'm talking about Built Bar's new reimagined flavors. The cookie dough topper, the coconut brownie bar, and the coconut brownie topper. White chocolate peppermint granola, it's Built's take on the granola bar, so it's more filling, and it's insanely tasty. And candy cane brownie puff. Built puffs are like biting into the universe's most delicious clout. First off, for anyone who hasn't tried Built Bars before, they're literally the best tasting protein bars ever built. See what I did there? They're revolutionizing nutrition as we know it with 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein, and shockingly low sugar and calories. 130 calories, guys. And they're delicious. Just sink your teeth into that first bite and it'll change your life forever. I'm not kidding. There will be a time before you tried these new built flavors. And there will be a time after. And the magical, wonderful time afterwards, like I'm talking about. You're probably wondering which new flavor is my favorite. An unanswerable question to say the least. They're all unbelievable and they're all different. So you can order a mix box and try all five flavors for yourself. Built, you got to try this. Get 15% off your order by using the promo code LOCK15 at Built.com. Again, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Make sure, as I already said, to check out the Lock On Sports Today podcast if you have not already. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and of course, the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Things to build on. I love the usage that Arizona State got out of all of its players. Again, like it, everything felt really diversified. I loved it. Everyone really got involved, I felt. From your starters, uh, Frankie Collins led the team with 37, 37 minutes. Marcus Bagley and DJ Horn each had 30. Those are the three guys that I'm looking at to have the most amount of time this year. After that, Devin Cambridge played 24 minutes. Alonzo Gaffney played 29 minutes on the bench. Desmond Cambridge played 15 minutes on the bench. Um, excuse me. Duke Brennan played nine minutes off the bench. They really did a good job just mixing everyone and getting and allowing everyone to get involved. Uh, Warren Washington played 12 minutes, but as your big man uh, starting, I definitely expect him to kind of be in – not, I'm not going to call it a reserve role, but I definitely expect him to get rotated out a lot more often compared to the other guys. But I'm really excited about the amount of usage and the amount of guys that they have here to be able to turn out success. Because from that starting five, when Desmond Cambridge and Luther Muhammad and Alonzo Gaffney are on your bench, you got to feel really good about that especially when the guys ahead of him, Warren Washington and Devin Cambridge are guys who were able to 
be really good role players and really good and diverse packages and whatnot. I think that there's a lot of awesome potential here for Arizona State. But it starts with making your shots. And they've got to be smarter about their shots too. It's not just enough to be making them. It's it's a whole other thing to realize when when it is and is not okay to be shooting the ball as much as they were. Again, Frankie Collins shot the ball 24 times. He could have, quote-unquote, shot at 40. I'm glad he didn't, especially because he wasn't being efficient. But I'm hoping it never gets to that point where I have one player shooting the ball 40 times. The fact that you only had one other player shoot double-digit is good because you're passing the ball a lot. But you definitely should have been more more guys double-digit because you would have wished that Frankie would have split up the, the ball a little more. But he already was distributing the ball very, very well. Again, like I kind of alluded to at the end of the second segment, like, yes, they're glaring holes. But it's game one, so there's a lot of time to clean this up. But I also feel confident that these are issues that are probably just a little bit overblown right now. Now, if this is a problem in three weeks, then we need to have more conversations. But for right now, you should feel pretty okay about the way they won. Naturally, there's there's a lot to clean up here, but at least it's identifiable and easy cleanup kind of stuff. It's sloppy play. That's all it is. So these are these are issues that can be taken care of. I'm not really worried about it. I think Bobby Hurley definitely has these guys feeling pretty good about themselves because when he had come in, he said it was kind of a somber lock, locker room and that nobody was really uh, like riffraffing and celebrating and stuff like that. And then when Frankie Collins and Marcus Bagley came in to talk to the media, they gave off that vibe and they're sitting there and they're like, we got to get better. We got to get better. We got to get better. They're so focused on the X's and O's right now. And that is such a sight for sore eyes because it has me thinking that this team might be able to finally put something together and get us back into the bracket. It's one game major overreaction is that I'm, I'm very happy with the way this team is moving forward. But another major overreaction is this is also a very flawed team. Depends which side of the argument you would like to be on here, but be more optimistic. A win's a win at the end of the day. Arizona State is 1-0, and that's all that matters. And that's how we're going to wrap up this edition of the Locked on Sunnibals podcast. So thank you guys, as always, for making us your first listen of the day. Remember to check out the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube, if you want to see us in a visual platform. But hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrats36. You can find the podcast as well at LO underscore Sunnibals. So until next time, guys, keep it locked right here. Unlocked on Sunnibals.